Hey everybody, this is Kendall Rodriguez, and you are listening to Putting in the Work Podcast. I'll just tell you a real story. Instead of trying to give you advice and give you all these metaphors and all this complex stuff, I could just tell you a real story. And that real story is this. You know, I come from the restaurant industry, and before that, I come from the restaurant, the like the fast food restaurant industry. Um, so, you know, growing up, just like a lot of people, you know, working at a sandwich place, working at a burger joint, working at different places like that. And then finally, uh, I landed an actual career in the restaurant industry. I landed a career, um, managing restaurants. So at our height, we had four restaurants, which probably to you doesn't sound very crazy. You're like, ah, you know, Shake Shack has a million or whatever. In and out has a million. But for us, it was a really big deal. And I think we had some really good, uh, locations, some really good people, some really good menu items a really good culture, a really good brand, but that's not the point of the video. The point of the video is that I had a mentor and the mentor that I had when I met him, you know, I was in my early twenties, but it's funny to think about that he's the age that I am right now. And when I met him, you know, his life was just kind of taking a little bit of a dip. And, um, you know, he had done really well. He, he came from uh, a, a good family, you know, that did pretty well for themselves. And so he was in a little bit of a dip with this one location he had. He just had one location at the time. And I think that the crazy thing about that was, you know, I saw him kind of at different stages of his life, in different areas, you know, height of success or um, money or living situation or however you want to word that. But something interesting happened. You know, when I met him, he owned a house and it was a pretty nice house on like a few acres or something like that in the country. And he ended up moving into like a, uh, his sister uh, had, I think at the time, had like two or three kids and a husband, and they moved to like Colorado. And they moved into this house um, in, in town, um, the town that I live now in, in Visalia. And what they did was that, you know, they moved off to Colorado and then they kind of like rented this house out to my mentor. And he lived there with his wife and with his two kids. And then they were expecting a third kid and they kind of moved on into a, I mean, a house that was probably worth, you know, four times two to four times the amount of this house that um, is in question. And when he moved out, um, I moved into that house and I rented that house for a while. And it was, I mean, for me, it was the nicest house I've ever lived in. I mean, it was less than 10 years old. I think it was eight or nine years old when I moved into it. You know, so the heating, the air conditioning, the insulation on the walls, I mean, everything was pretty nice. I mean, it it had been lived in. You could tell that two families before had lived in it, you know, because they didn't do anything like crazy cleaning or renovating before, you know, we came. But like, it had a beautiful lawn, front and back. You know, as a kid who came from an apartment complex, Um, always apartments, always apartment complexes, always trailers, always motels, always things like that. As a kid who came from that kind of scenario, it's really cool to finally have my family, you know, me, my wife, and then my two girls. Um, It was really nice to, oh, the air conditioner kicked on. I wonder how that's going to affect this. It's okay. Um, It was really nice to, to have that home, to be able to, we didn't really invite a whole lot of people over, but it was really nice to be able to if we did invite someone over or if someone came over to be like, yeah, this is my house, you know? It wasn't like a bragging thing. It was more like proud. I was proud. I was like, wow, I live in a house now. I don't live in like a little, a house that looks like a rental. You know what I mean? Those rental houses. And the the thing is I kind of, not did digging, but you just naturally find things out. And I naturally found out, um, got a little deeper. That's what it, where the word digging came from. I naturally found out that my mentor's wife, you know, didn't want to live in that house that I now lived in, that that house wasn't, you know, 
great for her. And I'm not putting her down, but for her tastes or where she was in her life, it could have been the size. It could have been, well, it wasn't the size because the next house they moved into was about the same size. Um, it, it could have been a multitude of things. But the point that I'm trying to make is that my mentor and his wife didn't want to live in that house. For them, it just wasn't home. Maybe they didn't like that it was their sister's place, but I have a feeling, if I may, it's my channel. Um, I have a feeling that, you know, it just wasn't up to snuff for them. It wasn't their style. It wasn't, you know, you know, the yard wasn't big enough. There's certain things about the house that it just wasn't good enough for them. You know, I know that sounds bad, but that's the only term I've got. It wasn't good enough for them. And so, um, but for me, the house was amazing. That house was like, wow, I've made it. Like I could have lived there probably forever and still barely like lived in because I mean, I felt like the bedroom was big. I had a master bath. I mean, these are things growing up I never had, you know, so having a big living room, having, you know, that open kitchen kind of look, I mean, it was great. And so we finally did move out of it. They sold the house, the, the family sold that house and they moved on in. And since then I've lived in uh, smaller like condos, like townhomes, you know, I moved into a brand, a brand new one right after that. And what's crazy about that is I paid um, the same amount I was paying for that house for this brand new townhome that was way smaller. Um, but now I live in a much more humble, smaller uh, townhome, and I and I do like it, and I and I do, and it does feel like home. It's a little bit more my style. Like I said, I come from you know apartments, things like that, so it does feel more comfortable in that way. Um, but I'm just I can't help but think about how like that house was a high point for me. That that house was like wow for me. And I can't help but think about, you know, and I don't want to put words in anyone's mouth or, you know, like put someone's opinion that they didn't come on here and say, but, you know, I have a feeling that, you know, that house for my mentor and his family, for his wife, you know, that wasn't exactly a high point for them. You know, having to go stay at their sister's old, you know, house for them might have been like a low point or a lower point. They could look back on that time and say, hey, remember when we had to go live there? You get what I mean? But for me, when me and my family look back on that, we kind of look at it and go, oh, remember when we stayed at that house? That house was really nice, huh? So I just wanted to make a video. I mean, that's a long story. I get it. But I want to make a video. Like I said, the title is how to be thankful for exactly where you're at right now. And the best way to do that is to look at perspective. There's no way to change where you're at. I mean, you could literally just decide like, I wanna move or I'm gonna be this or I'm gonna do that. I, I get that, you can change. But I mean, in, a, in an instant, you cannot change where you're at or what you're up to or what kind of situation you're in, but you can always change perspective. And certain things, and we know this from the internet, look better with perspective. And that's where that, that saying angles came from. You know, you take the picture up here and you take it at an angle because it gets your good side and it and it creates, and you know this if you know lighting or anything, it creates just this flattering look when you when you do it up and in at, at an angle. Those are angles, that's perspective. You change the perspective, all of a sudden the person looks better, regardless of the person. Another person's perspective might be, you know, down and then low, and they might be looking, looking up the nose, looking at all the imperfections, and that perspective's not as good. So what changed? Did the person change? Did they physically change? Did they get better looking? No, the perspective, the angle in which we're viewing that person changed. So I like to think of that a lot, is shifting your perspective. And the way to do that is, and I wrote this, is to think about the fact that your boss, if you work somewhere, they would be pissed to be where you're at. My boss didn't want to live in that house that I lived at. But for me, that house was like a high point in my life. For me, that house was like dope. But for him, like I said, he doesn't want to be, 
He doesn't want to be living there. And then look at someone, I wrote someone under you would kill to be in your shoes. So looking at that house, you know, for me, I was thankful for it, but there might've been someone under me or someone below me or someone on the come up that would like literally like would fucking do anything like murder me to have that house, right? And so I think of that a lot. I think of like, what are, what am I doing? What am I saying? How am I being? What am I thinking? What am I putting in here that's letting my perspective get you know, to a certain spot. And so I think a lot of people, they're not thankful. You know, I'm filming this during the quarantine, during the shelter in place. I live in California. Um, And in that quarantine, in that shelter in place, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, coming from different perspectives. Some people are like, yay, rest. Some people are like, shit, I have bills. Some people are getting paid while they're on this quarantine. Some people like me are busier than ever. I have more work to, I know it's crazy to think about. And I'm really, this air is really bugging me because it's right on the microphone, but hey, we're just gonna have to go with it. Um, But people like me, I'm busier during this time. It's kind of crazy to think about that I have more work to do today than I did two months ago. It's pretty awesome. I, I'm I'm totally grateful for it. But that's the thing. That's my perspective. My perspective is that I'm thankful for it. My perspective is that I'm excited, you know. And I look at where I'm at, and l- let's go to where I'm at right now in the in the townhome that I live in. It's two bedrooms. It's one bath. It's cozy. It's not, you know what I mean? It's not a mansion, but I like to look at my perspective is what do I fill that with? Of course, number one, I fill that with my family, my wife and my two girls. Number two, I feel that with the things that I like, you know, is that a TV for you? Is that, you know, having a speaker with music? Is that good food? Is that, you know, stuff on the walls? Is that family and friends that could come over? What is that to you? But to me, it's my, my family and then the belongings, you know, I hate to sound materialistic, but that's how you get, you know, for me comfortable. It might be pictures like for me, you probably can't see it, but on the shelf here, you know, I have a picture of my grandpa, I have a picture of my brother. Those are two men in my life that mean a whole lot to me. And I'll show you, I'll kind of give you a tour of my little office studio here, and I'll show you how in my own studio I've done that same thing. How what I've done is I've made it like home by filling it with the things that I love. Like I said, it could be belongings like, like a TV, it could be technology, but it could be photos and, and other things, materials like this table, the iPad, whatever it may be. Um, but you know, just filling it out. Like this wall's super bare and I'm gonna fill that up. And so as you watch this uh, channel over the next days, weeks, months, and years, you'll start to see things move around and fill up and become more like home because that's the point. The perspective I have is I'm totally thankful wherever I'm at. And I think that you can adopt something like that too, regardless of where you're at. So I get it, you're in this quarantine. I get it that maybe you're not doing what you wanna be doing for a living. I get it that you're maybe not who you wanna be with, you know, romantically or something like that. Um, but for right now, in this second, we've gotta, and I go back to the title, we've gotta be thankful for exactly where, where we're at right now because there's somebody above you that's looking at your situation and going, fuck, I would hate to be there. And there's someone below you looking up going, man, you know, Kendall, yeah, he's he's got it made, dude. I, I, I saw that he has this, or I saw that he's doing this, or I saw that he's, you know, whatever, whatever, you know? So I look at, you, you know, even my office, you know, I watch so many YouTubers, I watch so many social media people, I watch so many just people, right? And they've got these killer setups and amazing equipment and all this stuff, and you can't help but look at that and be like, wow, I'd kill to be there. 
But then I even think about with my equipment and my office and my setup, there are people that I've met in the flesh. I don't have to guess that they're like, fuck, that's an amazing setup. Or man, I would kill to have that, that equipment, you know, that light, whatever it may be, this office. So I don't know. I just wanted to kind of give you that reminder. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode of Putting in the Work podcast. And hey, I just wanted to remind you once again that we do have our text messaging platform where we can just connect a little bit more in depth. Um, And we also do little giveaways and things like that, gift cards, uh, t-shirts, things like that. Um, So if you want to be a part of that, you can text message me at 678-269-7268. And I'll say that one more time. It's 678 two six nine seven two six eight and join this text message community thank you so much